You're listening to Taverncast After Hours 4. Who believe that they'll die when they run out, when their heart beats too many times or whatever? You heard of those people? No, but that's an interesting thought because your heart does beat only a certain amount of times in anyone's lifetime. Yeah, and so they basically, they never exercise, they never do anything to speed up their heart rate. So they're all, you know, enormous. And they probably all die oh. at 50 of heart disease. Like you know, that's kind of interesting. Seven times in their life. That's, that is interesting. I bet you could make like a science fiction book or something like that with that. Everybody's got a number. You've got an actual number of how they many times your heart your is going to beat. Yeah. yeah. And everyone's so obsessed about, about it, they commit happening. suicide. I mean, you've only got so many number of heartbeats again until you die. Starting right. like right now. Yeah. Right now. Right now. Right? <laughs> right. Right. Right now. Right, right, right now. Right. Right. <laughs> My heart's What's been stopped for about 10 seconds now. When can I start it again? Oh, my God. I think we should just have a, um, a contest where listeners submit three foods, and we just pick the best three, and you combine them all in a, in a shake uh, or in a, uh, a mixer. And yeah, I think, I think that's really great. Why don't you try that? Here's Bryce's, Bryce's <laughs> no, no, no. the Tavern Guest Gimp. Give it to Gimp. I don't Gimp. even own a mixer, so Give it's it to all Gimpy you. over there. He'll love, to, he'll love to eat all that crap. <laughs> hey, Bryce, you'd be proud of me. I'm drinking scotch. McKellen's. What? Uh, how many years? It's twelve years old. Highland single malt Scotch whiskey. So I, I went to the liquor store and you know it's like the Bevmo, so it's like the big investor. And I said to the guy, you know, what do you recommend for a novice Scotch drinker? So well, you know, there's the uh, there's the there's the smoky one, and there's kind of like the foo foo sweet one. I think probably foo foo sweet one. He looked up, he took one good look at me and he said foo foo sweet one. So he went and he got me <laughs> this bottle of McKellen, and so I looked at the back of it. It's a, this is exclusively from uh, matured and selected sherry oak casks from Jerez or Juarez, Spain. So basically, they make sherry in these giant casks, right? And then when they the sherry's gone, they take these barrels, and that's how that's where they make the uh, the scotch. So this thing it says. Our unfaltering obsession with selecting exceptional oak casks and distilling uh, sublime spirit brings an unsurpassed timeless quality to the McKellen. And it talks about exclusively matured and selected sherry oak casks. This results in a satisfyingly rich and complex single malt. And it starts talking about all the different flavors that you can... This is on the bottle? Yeah, this is on the bottle. And there there was the box. It actually came in a box. And so I was reading the box, and unfortunately I don't have it with me right now, but the box talked about, you know, tastes of, um, you know, vanilla and um, nut, like a nutty flavor and with a, with a hint of sherry. And so I poured it So I poured it in a glass and I gave it to my wife. I said, okay, mm, now, now what you want to do is you want to smell it. You smell it first, just stick your nose right in it, and then you have the, you have the, the first taste is going to be a little bit different, and then it's going to turn into something, and it'll be an aftertaste. And my wife goes, okay. And she... She tasted a and, little bit. And her mouth went on fire. And her mouth, and she's like, ah, ah, that's the worst thing I ever had in my life. And, um, but did you get the yeah. hint of vanilla? Right, <laughs> you know, hint of vanilla. Unless the vanilla was vanilla. on fire, but, you know. Other, right. Okay, for, first of all, so, a quick question again, because this wasn't clear out of what you said. What year was this? This is, it's a, it's, it's a it, 12 years old scotch. How old? I, 12, 1, 2, 12. All right. 12. Um, I would, I would, uh, I'm going to be snooty. I would never drink a scotch below 18 uh-huh. if oh you want a good God, scotch. Bill, how uh-huh. could you? Yeah. So go 18 or above. Um, try the McAllen 21. Uh-huh. It's, it's pretty smooth. And if you have a scotch, period, I, I would do any scotch over 18. I wouldn't water down. But anything below 18, I would actually either put a single ice cube 
into the scotch, a single ice cube, or about a tablespoon of water into mm. the probably about quarter cup worth of, or one jigger full of scotch. And the water p- makes the flavor kind of pop. It mellows it out, and it really sort of brings out those those kind of flavor notes that they, they talk about on the back of the bottle. Now, a good scotch you shouldn't have to do that with because it's smooth enough. That harshness is because it's a lower year. So scotch can be real complex, but you got to get a better bottle of it. So a bottle that's over 150 bucks or so should be pretty good. Okay. How about for something under 20 uh, it's gonna suck. <laughs> Night train. In fact, for anything, for for something like that, if you want something that's actually pretty good, um, buy Bushmills. Uh-huh. Just get standard Bushmills, blended Scotch whiskey, pretty decent. For, no wait, So you're the, saying like an price. 18 year old, 21 year old Scotch is gonna run you about 150 dollars a bottle? A good 21 year old could be 100 and up. Yeah. But wouldn't I mean that's kind of a pretty heavy capital outlay for something you're not sure. You know, that something that could taste like ass. But that's uh, you why know, you have Bryce, the Scotch ex- expert here, telling you to add a jigger full of water. No, no, but I'm serious. <laughs> and I would buy a nice cigar too. <laughs> yeah, boy, that's a smoking funny. jacket. You those, need a smoking jacket. Those goddamn cigars. If Make they sure only, you're wearing the appropriate loafers. <laughs> if they only didn't kill you, they would be the greatest thing ever. I love cigars. Well, cigars wouldn't kill you. I mean, you smoke it once is not going to kill you. No, no, like I smoke maybe twice a year. But they're nah, so it's not, not nice. not going to bother you. You get more than that in secondhand smoke in bars. <laughs> yeah, I get boy. more than that at work. I love a good cigar. Love a good cigar. Oh, well. But my wife is telling me, you know, in order to lose those last 10 pounds, in order to lose those 10 pounds, she was having an hour-long conversation with me how I should stop having a glass of wine at dinner. You have to cut out all alcohol. I said, cut out all alcohol? Cut out all alcohol. Do you know? Do you know who you're talking to? I'm a tavern cast, <laughs> goddammit. She says, "No, no, it's alcohol is what we do." So it's like, what those are, are those my tavern cast pounds, damn it. Right, right. Most people are 85 percent water. I'm 85 percent beer, and not good beer. <laughs> so, are there any fad diets that don't make you cut out alcohol? Actually, it's. I'm not a diet expert, but you know, you've got. You got all those fad diets out there. I'm an absolute fan of the show The Biggest Loser. I'm sure you guys have seen it or heard of it. I love it. They even have it in other countries now. Um, but it's a great show, I thought. And uh, it just ended, and Allie won the first woman to win The Biggest Loser. Love it. She looked amazing. Didn't she? Yeah. She looked uh, actually can you very good for the looking. People, the people that don't watch the show, like me, I mean, what's the... I, I get the gist, but what's... Well, just give me the basics on the show and, like, how long the show runs and how much they have to lose and all that kind of stuff. This show... This one was, what, 15 weeks? Something like that. You're, yeah. yeah. So this was a this was a, the couple show where, where couples... Some of them were, were actual husband and wife. Some of them were brothers. Some were people that had never met and they just paired up for the show. But you come to this... The Biggest Loser Campus, where I'm holding up my fingers and doing quotes in the air. And you're so many pounds overweight. I think the com- the heaviest person was over like 420 pounds. And Mor- morbidly obese. Yeah, morbidly <laughs> obese. Um, but they're cleared by their physician to do these to do this thing, and they're followed by a physician. They're followed by a dietary team, and they're they're the whole campus is divided up into into um, groups with two different trainers. One of them is this is this guy who looks like a triathlete who does all this stuff, and the other is this woman who looks like Sarah Connor, and she's absolutely obnoxious. Come with me if you want to leave. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, I want to bump you up. Oh wait, that's a long movie. Actually, I think it's in the Great State of the Governor too, so I think they're. I think that's actually got some relevancy there. But they weigh in every week, and the person who has 
the least percentage body percentage of weight loss not pounds because otherwise right but the people who have the, the least percentage of weight loss at the end of the week are quote unquote below the yellow line and they have to they run the risk of getting quote voted off the campus and it's kind of like a a big brother survivor kind of show where you you've got alliances and things like that but everybody's this is different than those other shows and that they're all kind of working together and they are supportive of each other and there's not really, at least from what I've seen, there really hasn't been much infighting. It's all kind of a group atmosphere because everybody's working for the same thing. And they've all got really, really good reasons why they're doing it. One guy was had to lose X number of pounds so he could actually qualify for health insurance. One person was doing it for her mother. One couple was doing it for this and that. So it was a really cool show. But the cool part about it was that they didn't really have a diet per se. And I think it's so awesome to have this show that was so wildly popular. And it showed people that you can you can be morbidly obese and lose all of this weight without having to get gastric bypass surgery, without having to get your stomach stapled, without having to get the lap band, without having to eat, you know, the chocolate diet or use 13 laxatives every day. I thought it was such a cool thing. It's a great show because, I mean, basically, like Kern said, you've got a game that's overlaid over the entire thing. But at the end of the day, it's just giant fat people losing tons of weight. Mm-hmm. And the, if you if you have to hang with it for a little bit, because I kind of, this is like its fourth or fifth season. I, I think I tried to watch the first season. I couldn't get into it. But for some reason, these last two seasons have captivated me because you get past like the third or fourth week and then you start to see these people like shrinking before your very eyes. Mm-hmm. And then it gets really good like in week four, 14 or 15 or towards the end because they show like just the the before and after pictures and that really you've seen them shrinking every every week these people pull down like 10 pounds here 10 pounds there and um it's amazing so at the end it, and it, it inspires you and you're like oh my gosh i totally have to do this and that's the hard thing i can't figure out because kern says that they're not on a diet but they kind of are and it's like a it, you know that there's this there's like a diet that they tailor to them but i can't quite figure out what that is. Have you been able to figure that out? Well, but maybe it's not a diet, show? guys. Maybe it's just a, um, they're trying to like teach these people how to do a, like a change of lifestyle thing, which is a lot different than a diet. A diet, when I hear diet, I think the connotation is fad diet, like like what I think Kern's talking about. No, no, like an organized, it's a very, it's a, if you consider a diet as anything you just eat, and a fad diet being like, you know, like Kern said, you know, just a chocolate diet or eating one crazy thing or all right. protein or whatever. These guys have a very well-balanced diet, very, quite obviously. But so they're they just never, trying to teach them how to eat right, then. But they right. never quite let, let you in on the secret of what it means to eat right. It's really interesting because if you go to thebiggestloser.com and you can actually see, this sounds like an advertisement for the show, but I mean, you can actually go to the website and see the changes in the people from their very first picture and then time lapse all the way down to what they looked like at the end. And oh my God, what a huge change. And they're not doing... I don't know if they ever did any dietary supplements like vitamins or things like that. I'd have to imagine with some of these people losing over 100 pounds in 15 weeks, they'd have to do some kind of supplement replacement. But it's not like, you know, they weren't doing, you know, slim fast every day and things like that. They had food that was tailored to what their body requirements were so they wouldn't be down in their electrolytes and things. But I mean, also keep in mind, these people were working out like six hours a day. I was going to say, I was wondering how much uh, like activity they were in, in, involved yeah, in. Yeah, that's, that's gonna not make a possible for you and I. Like, you know, I can go to the gym, put in an hour, maybe an hour and a half, three days a week. And that's like, that's the limit of the amount of time that I have. 
So they went through like the Marine Corps diet then, basically, right? <laughs> these, they're putting these people through like a boot camp? Yes. They live on campus. They're completely sequestered. Yeah. They, like they wear these little it's monitors their around job. their arms. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the monitors are really a really cool thing too. Monitors the body metabolism. But the, the, the cool thing is that they, you know, they show how they're during the course of the show, it's not just them doing their quote unquote challenges, you know, how much weight are they lost and stepping on the scale and the whole bum 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 bum, how much weight are they gonna lose? It's also, you know, in the kitchen, what kind of foods are they making for dinner, how do they change their habits so that they make better habits. And I mean that, I think that kind of a show in a country where a huge percentage of the population is getting type 2 diabetes, is morbidly obese, has all kinds of uh, metabolic syndrome issues now. Um, we've got such a high high uh, percentage of refined carbohydrates and every kind of food that we can possibly get our hands on. What a cool thing. And so I was I was looking on the internet the other day and I was thinking, okay, well, what kind of fad diets were out there? Because I never did any fad diets or anything, but I mean, they've got the chocolate, the chocolate diet, the cabbage soup diet. <laughs> That's a famous one, yeah. Which I think Sounds would just delightful. make me vomit. It'd be good. What are you guys talking about? It'd be like, <laughs> sa- it'd be like sauerkraut. <laughs> what about the smoked almonds and beer diet? I'm going for that one. <laughs> what about? Did you find, did you do the like the master cleanser? I've always heard something about. Oh, them. that's the lemonade diet. That what one. is that? The lemonade diet. That the lemonade. lemonade diet. That's the one where they take. Um, uh, I think it's you just take lemon juice. Um, and you're doing lemon juice and something, and for the life of me, I don't remember. But there's no hard food at all, and basically you're just like, just dumping it out of your system. D- literally. Literally. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. That, that um, there were some people seem... that uh, that I met in Los Angeles that were doing that when they had to lose a bunch of weight. There was a guy who I guess was going back into the military and he was overweight, and they told him you had to lose a bunch of weight. Um, or really he quick. couldn't go to Iraq. I mean, <laughs> ba- ba- yeah, yeah, basically. And <laughs> pass the bacon. So, so he did that, and um, apparently he did lose all that weight really quick, um, like thirty pounds or something. It was crazy in about like a month and a half. Oh, goodness. oh my god! I remember guys in high school when they were on the um, wrestling team would just put on tons of like sweats oh, yeah, and would that. you know go running or they and then they sit in their house with the heat on in the middle of the summer. Mm-hmm. It's like you just sweat it out of you. That, that that doesn't seem like you're getting rid of fat, though. There's but, a guy that I see all the time when I go running. Who, um, no, it it could be like 85 degrees out, and the guy runs in uh, like you know full hooded sweatshirt and long sweatpants with a t-shirt or whatever underneath it. Maybe more than that, and with the hood up, and he's like all bundled up. He's got gloves on, and I've always assumed that's what he's doing. Jeez, uh, that, dehydration for the win. It seems great. That, that can't be good. I mean, but if you lose that much, though, are you really? You're not really losing fat. You don't. Do you look any different when you when you do something like that? Because it seems like you you're mean, just losing water weight. Do you mean with the Biggest Loser? Or do you mean when you're like running with all that crap on? No, no. Like if you're trying to do one of these fad diets and lose a bunch of weight in a short period of time, and really you can lose tons of weight by like, you know, dehydrating yourself because I mean right. we're so much water, right? And water weighs just. A crap load, and um, but you're not actually changing the way your body looks. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, I, I mean, I'll just give you a personal account, not of doing a fad diet, but of just losing a bunch of weight really quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, in last year, um, so when I came to California, I was about 50 pounds overweight, and I lost all 50 pounds in about eh, eight months or so. Mm-hmm. And I did that just through running and hiking and being more active and eating better. It wasn't anything that was like 
you know, like join the Boy Scouts, hiking, I, biking, making friends. There nice. never seems to be an end to they, all they the kick things me out, that though. Boy Scouts do. So why don't you be a Boy Scout too? But um, um, that, uh, as a 36-year-old guy, and maybe that's the problem, um, while I lost all that weight, uh, there's still, like, you're not super toned, right? And so the toning phase, you have to get into that later. So, I mean, like, I lost a bunch of weight, but there was just, there's, there's like, flab there that isn't, it's fat, but it's just, like, if you just tone up, it would go away, right? But that's the trick. Then you got to go to the gym and tone. So you lose a bunch of weight, but if you're saying, you know, is can you possibly lose all that you can lose a ton of weight but your body doesn't it doesn't just like you know like elastic go back into shape either you got to push beyond that well it's a combination of actually losing the adipose tissue the fat tissue and building and replacing it with muscle tissue and some people who go out and you know lift heavy heavy weights they think they're going to be losing all this fat well they're actually just bumping up their muscle and they're not really going to be changing much on the scale yeah but doesn't fat get burned by muscle Fat gets burned by the exercise of the muscle, but you don't, if you're not intaking food appropriately to get your body to the right cycle where it's, where it's burning fat as opposed to wasting muscle, like if you, right, it's not, you're not going to do anything. So like you can have the lemonade diet, you can go to the gym and run for two hours, but you're not necessarily going to be burning fat. You could just be burning muscle because your body's in the mode where it's going to use protein first to get its energy and not the sugar and the fat cells. So right. it's really a it's really a, a a balance, and I don't I don't pretend to to know the the intricacies of it. I'm not a nutritionist or an exercise physiologist, but you you have to you know there's a delicate balance there. But the lower you go, you know how they they always say it's really hard to lose those last ten pounds. Mm-hmm. They, the, I mean, it's incredibly true because not only does your into everything you put in your mouth matter. It's that when you're when you're working out or when you're exercising, especially if you're doing cardio and if you're trying to target fat burning, if you go above a certain heart rate, which is specific for you, which is based on your age and your metabolism and, 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 and a whole bunch of different factors, you get into that anabolic threshold and you start burning muscle instead of fat and you get into, there's all these different zones. It, it almost becomes, it's easier to lose weight when you're when you're heavier because you could just go and start exercising or cut out some food and blam you're going to lose a bunch of weight but if you're if you're if you're kind of down to it and you have a very low body fat mass blah 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 index or whatever they call it that's the stuff that's that's when it's super hard that's when it's killer hard and then people end up like killing themselves because they don't eat anything or they take these cockamamie diets that you know they're purging the toxins from their body or, <laughs> you know doing all yeah. this crazy stuff didn't like the Atkins guy die? I mean, he well, he died, but it wasn't anything diet related. He slipped and fell in the ice and cracked his head and got a subdural hematoma. It had nothing to do with the food oh. he was eating. Damn, Bummer. Yeah, but he died though. I blame the Atkins diet. <laughs> Nevertheless, he was on the Atkins diet and he died. So there you go. <laughs> obviously a correlation. <laughs> obviously. I mean, he was on the Atkins diet since birth. That guy. That was crazy. <laughs> Bacon as a baby. <laughs> they even named him Atkins. Can you believe that crap? Yeah, that's that is amazing. Wow, that's deep, man. So if you want a fad diet, name it the Bill Diet. You'll be famous. The Bill famous. Diet. That's why now I've changed my name to South Beach. Hey, South Beach, love your diet. Want to go out for drinks later? You betcha. <laughs> Here's some grapefruit to get you on your way. I owe my body to you. Yes, you do. 
Wait, is there actually a Jenny Craig? I wonder. I think there is. There must be, right? I'd imagine so. I don't know, but they fired Kirsten. Might not have anything to do with it. I wonder why. Is there like a Mr. and Mrs. Nutrisystem or something? I think that probably has a little bit more. They may have probably made that name up. I mean, Is it like you know. Nutrisystem Johnson? Aging <laughs> Mrs. Watcher, Mrs. I don't know. Woman I wouldn't. <laughs> I could see somebody out there being named that. That's all. So. Hey, how are you? I'm Bob Slimfast. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> After they named their kid's iPod and, you know. Anything's possible. iPod and Booberry. What I read, I think I read some staggering statistic that said the uh, the number one, like ninety percent of the time, the number one book on the New York Times bestseller is a um, is a dieting book or something like that. Really? Oh yeah. And you wonder why there's so many fad diets. Everybody wants to lose weight. Nobody's happy. Yeah, but everybody wants to lose weight the easy way, and it right. always is kind of like. Um, Guys, it's never going to be easy. Nothing worth getting is ever easy. Ever, ever, ever. And you know it's people forget that. And they try to take the shortcut, and it ends up not working. And that's why people like yo-yo on these diets. You have to you have to change your life. You can't just diet. You know what you have to do? I, at least what I have to do is I have to blend it into my routine. I'm just a creature of habit. If I can figure out a way to get, you know... X number of hours, let's say like one hour a day into my routine. That's like what I did about mm, I don't know, probably four or five years ago. Because when I went to I went to law school and I became a lawyer, and then I sat at my desk all the time, and then it's just like it started building up, and I started feeling gross, and I started you know gaining some weight, and it was just bad. And it was because I had just this crazy routine, and so I just readjusted, and I thought to myself, well, I'm going to get up an hour earlier, and I'm going to that's when is going to be my time and I just get in the habit and I go every single day and then you start to like miss it when you don't go if you can blend it in your routine it's so much easier it really is you know could we start a tavern cast diet <laughs> we could what well, would that you, have, you have to listen to tavern cast while dieting what do you want in your tavern cast diet anyway well I think beer has to be in it right so I cool. mean, I'm just wondering, when I say can I, I, I mean, like a can we, like, can we really make a Tavern Cast diet with what with what's on our show? I mean, sure. can you lose weight off of beer and spotted dick? Sure. <laughs> yeah, if you have one beer a day, you'll lose weight, I guarantee you. You'll be dead in three weeks, but that's okay. I don't, I mean, it wouldn't be a diet that would let you lose weight. Does it have to be a healthy <laughs> diet? Because, uh, you know. Not just only beer and, you know. What if it's bacon beer, though? It might get you a little bit more, you know, protein. Smoke beer. Oh, we're going to a cookie lounge. Hookie, 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 hookie lounge. Everybody loves a hookie lounge. Where the lala is to conquer at the hookie lounge. We throw our nets out into the sea. And all the armor, armor comes swimming to me. Oh, we're going to a hookie lounge. Hookie, 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 hookie. Taverncast After Hours is a Snapdragon production. Visit us online at www.taverncast.com.